Okay, hey, what's up, dude? Not much. Uh, are you are you in a car right now? I am. Hey, welcome to my car studio. <laughs> I love it. So it's uh, the new it's the new makeshift studio, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh uh well, I mean, heck, we've been gone for just a little while, but hey, um yeah, how's things? Well, before we get into everything, um let's get this thing kicked off i'm gonna start this thing with a little soft opening and then we'll when we get back we'll really get into it so uh here we go fearless chase bold following courageous search i'm aaron and i'm marshall and this is undaunted pursuit Okay, that's a long enough pause. Hey, guys, and welcome back to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. I know that uh, we have taken some time off, and it's been a long time since we've seen you guys here. And, yeah, it's it's been quite the ride. A lot has happened since we last were on here, Marshall. Um, and as you mentioned in the opening there, uh, yes, I am. The life in an RV has uh, forced me to turn the car into a studio for the evening. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you got, I guess, six other people crammed into a a motorhome, which is your temporary home. Uh, it's kind of hard to do any type of recording uh, because there's so much going on. There's so much commotion <laughs> in there. So the only quiet place, like, I guess, would be your would be right. your car. <laughs> Oh, so, man. so how and has let me tell you, uh, been, yeah, yeah how how has how has this this move and this all this stuff that's gone there's been a lot of uh there's just been a lot of moving parts recently so maybe kind of fill us in on what what you've been mm-hmm. up to oh man it has been a wild wild ride and you know to put it lightly some would say that we are just flat crazy for what we did. And yes, we are now living in Arkansas and through a series of events, uh, we, we can't spend too long tonight, Marshall, on the podcast, just because it's going to, um, (laughs) since we got to our new area in Arkansas, we started off in another, in one area and now we're into the area that, um, God's just really been laying on our hearts. And so, um, now that we're here, we're busy. We've got a stinking Christmas parade to go to tonight. I we've been trying to do this podcast this podcast episode for the past what week, <laughs> two weeks, and yeah, uh, yeah. it just wasn't lining out. It, you know, and it, things have gotten busier since we got down here. Um, God's given us a he's he gave us a church, and let me tell you, that church is it's wild. It is it is so awesome to see people fired up for the Lord. And to, to just see it, they are, I, I thought, I thought our family was fired up. That doesn't, that doesn't even scratch the surface compared to the church that God put us in. It is amazing. And it's uh Lakeview assembly is the name of the church in hot Springs, Arkansas. Um, you guys, they're, they're available online. They're available on Spotify. I encourage you guys to check it out. Um, it's, it's definitely good. We are truly blessed to be put in, uh, you know, just just immersed into something where we are starting to feel like family, even after being there just twice now. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's but 
it's been a wild ride, and there's been some trying times. Another reason for us not doing the uh, episode is when we first got here, it was there was a time of um, funk. <laughs> you know, we we came yeah. from a, a period in our a season in our life. Let's put it that way, of being around pe- people organizing all these small groups and being involved with the community and everything like that. And then all of a sudden everything just comes to a screeching halt. And, uh, where mm-hmm. we were at when we first got here, um, there's nothing wrong with that area. Okay. But it's just too busy. It's too, um, there's not enough connection up there where, where we were at. And, um, we just weren't feeling it and it was causing some really just some funkiness in our lives. And, uh, we just had to continue to listen to God, listen to what he was telling us to do and reminding us that his promise does still stand. And so that's what we did. We made this move, uh, just a little further South in Arkansas, uh, you know, about an hour and a half, two hours South of where we were at. And mm-hmm. my goodness, the change the change in the kids the change in mood the 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 uplifting of our spirits finding a church yeah. it, it's just been so refreshing to be uh where we're at now e- despite living in 204 feet with seven people for right now because that gets a little tough too yeah yeah well you know based on what you shared with me aaron you know over this, this this whole process with you guys, um, from where you were in Arkansas to where you are now in Arkansas, uh, it, it just seems like it's just a, a much more peaceful place, a lot prettier place. Uh, you're, you're, you're more centrally mm. located to where you guys want to be uh, for right now in, in, in your lives. And uh, I mean, I, I, I can just, I, I can sense and see the happiness myself um, and all of you guys just talking to you, you know, throughout the you know past few weeks and stuff. And um, but yeah, guys, it's, it's been a wild ride for Aaron. Uh, he's been rocking and rolling, doing all sorts of stuff, him and his family. Uh, they've been going nonstop. And so finally they're at a place where they can kind of put the brakes on a little bit, take a quick breather <laughs> and uh, try to get a hold of life. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, real quick on myself, um, you know, it's been, I, I've been busy with work, of course, the holidays, Thanksgiving. Um, I've been a lot of, been busy with my wife's family and stuff, doing a lot of things, and the Metroplex. And, um, yeah, that's just been, it's just been wild. There's been a lot of planning going on for the Christmas holidays coming up. So <clears throat> a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, uh, not as busy as Aaron is, uh, but busy enough, um, to, uh, to keep me focused on whatever's going on in my life. Uh, but anyway, I don't want to take too much time. Cause like Aaron said, he's got a lot going on tonight. They got some fun things to go do and explore there in Arkansas. So Aaron, I, I say we go ahead and jump into this bad boy if you're if you're good with that. Well, yeah, uh, you know we don't have to. We're, you know we're sitting we're sitting at about you know by the time this is all said and done, five minutes in, six minutes in, um, we're still doing okay on time. I'm just uh, it's yeah, you know I just want to remind we made this we made this move, and yeah, you're right, Marshall. You've been you've seen the roller coaster of emotions that this has caused. Um, throughout this whole process, even just, you know, initially getting out here, trying to get established and it not working out. And then, uh, well, I, I say it not working out. It worked out just fine. It, there, there was just some, it was tweaking. That's what it needed to happen. Just some That's fine some tuning to, yeah, some, just some little bumps. It's not that we were in a bad spot. It's just, we were just a little funky 
And, um, and yeah, I'm sure I've had a lot of people say that now that we're right now that we're here. I mean, heck we are so this, this new location is is such a blessing that, and it's so peaceful. Um, spiritually you know spiritually and emotionally and everything that i was able to, me and uh ashley were able to take an afternoon nap the other day what when do we ever have a chance to do that with five kids yeah i actually i actually called that day and aaron uh rightfully so didn't answer my phone call because he was napping and i told him i said i, I would have done the same thing i would have seen you calling and hit snooze man because <laughs> i was snoozing uh so i don't i don't blame him. and 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 you know, the, the, the thing that I love most about all this, I'm, I'm going to be kind of selfish in this moment. Uh, my wife and I both are glad yeah. that, that Aaron and Ashley are much, much, much closer to us. Um, you know, I can almost throw a stone and hit Aaron and Ashley from where I'm at. <laughs> Not really. Um, but man, it, it feels, it feels <laughs> like that compared to where they were before. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but man, we're so much closer now. We can actually make some short weekend visits and things like that, and and, and get to see these guys a lot more, and and do our uh, start doing our podcast in person. Uh, and uh, it, it's just oh. going to be a lot better uh, for them, for for everybody. So uh, we're all we're all super excited about it. We're happy for them. Yeah, um, this is going to be an exciting new journey in their lives, and it's going to be going to be a lot of fun. I really think that it, it's going to lead to some really good things to to happen with this podcast for us to continue to take it just that much further. Um, yeah. And here's the, here's the dirty details is that, that move, which we have to go back and pick up our junk because we put it in storage just so we could get out here. Um, <clears throat> that's a 19, 1900 mile, a little over probably 1950 miles uh, here we did it in three days and in the motorhome and Ashley following it behind in the van. Um, it was great uh, coming through. If you ever have a chance to avoid Wyoming, do it. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's windy. They actually, so we, we couldn't, we were just so nervous about coming out and making this move we wake up where we spend the night in Wyoming and uh, it was, it was sounded like a dang freight train. It sounded like a tornado outside just laying in the back of the RV. We wake up at about, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the morning. And it's like, Hey, uh, this, it feels like the winds have died down. Let's hit the road. All right. So we both get in, we hit the road, we start driving, uh, come to find out either sometime throughout the night or, even actively as we were driving, the highway was still closed because of 65 mile an hour winds, 55 mile an hour winds, whatever. Um, and thank God that we did that in the dark because I think it would have, I was already, the pucker effect was high <laughs> driving down the road because here I am, I'm driving this, I'm trying, I'm driving this high profile rig and the wind is blowing mm-hmm. like crazy and we're, and there's nobody else on the road. And I'm like, man, as like yeah. all, all I could do is pray. I was like, Lord, please just, uh, just get me out of this stinking state. Cause we're, we only had from, uh, we didn't have much further to go in Wyoming before we cut into Colorado. We actually saw the sunrise that morning, uh, in Colorado. And so we, uh, I, I'm sitting there praying the whole time Well, I pass by this, uh, this wind, you know, it's like a, I don't know. They're in Wyoming. They got like little wind turbine things on the side of the road. And that thing was just going. I mean, if it, if it went any faster, it would have, it would have blown away. 
I think, uh, <laughs> had we had seen the rest of it. You know, what's a little uh, intimidating is coming down. So you come down this little draw and, uh, and as I'm coming back up this hill, all I see is a cloud of dust because the wind is so strong across mm. the highway. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, Lord, just come on, please, please get me out of the state. Please get us off of this highway. We're not technically supposed to be driving on it. That's highways closed. Every pull off and everything is filled with trucks. There are, there were a few, uh, 18 wheelers that passed me going down the road. So I'm like, okay, so maybe, um, if there's 18 wheelers still driving, I, I'm, I'm probably still pretty good because we were running overweight. I mean, when we packed this RV to, to move out here, we packed a lot of the important stuff in here. So that's including all the guns and weapons that we had that I didn't want sitting in storage throughout the winter. <laughs> right. Uh, you can imagine how heavy that gets in the RV. So we're, we're weighted down. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, thankfully we made it through Wyoming, but man, if you can avoid it, I would that Wyoming, man, I couldn't live there. <laughs> That sounds like quite the adventure. It sounds like you guys uh, had a had a good old time uh, driving through to get to your final destination of good old uh, Arkansas. You know, um, you know what I like about Arkansas. Not only is it just a beautiful state, What's that? but it is a clean state. It is clean, like it's the natural state. I believe. Isn't that what they call themselves? The, the natural state, or yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. it, it is just it's beautiful everywhere you go. Man, it just I, I when, my, when my wife went up to Hot Springs, I don't think I saw a piece of trash anywhere on the side of any road, and everywhere we drove in the state, I mean, it was just beautiful. And I was like, why can't everywhere yeah. be like this? I mean, this is nice. <laughs> it's just nice and clean. It's right well, and and in in Idaho's defense, Grangeville is like that too. Grangeville is very clean. Grangeville is uh, very beautiful. Uh, the mountains there are great. There's, there's nothing, I have nothing bad to say about Idaho. It's just God moved us here for whatever reason it may be. Uh, he's put us here and you're right, Marshall. It's, mm -hmm. it is beautiful. It is beautiful in its own way. And that's surprising too, because hot springs is um, for some reason, hot springs calls to us. We love hot springs and uh, the, it does have its own kind of ratchetiness with, uh, there's, there is a high homeless population there, there, you know, that yeah, comes yeah. with, because there's a casino there too. Um, mm -hmm. but that's like one little section you get through, you, if you can yeah. bear that little section, the rest of hot springs, amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's really pretty. You know, but as much as we're talking about hot springs and I hope some of the city of hot springs jumps on board and sponsors this podcast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tourism dollars about to go up here. I mean, you know, come on. You're about to see millions come flowing in. Come on. <laughs> um, you know, uh, my, yeah, wife it's been, I, my wife and I went to that casino. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know, we, 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 we never been to a horse race. And so we went, we went to that, that horse race there and we, 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 we bet a little bit of, you know, a few dollars here, a few dollars there. And it was, sure. it was fun. Then we went to the casino. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You we, know, a little we, bit. We played a few. Yeah. Yeah. We, we played some of the casino. I actually, I actually made some decent money in, in, in the casino and, you know, we, we never go to casinos. Her and I have never been together. Um, and I've been to one casino other than this we one. We don't either. And the first time I went to, I believe was with Aaron uh, up in Missouri. And, uh, that was years ago. I think no way. Was, really? Um, <laughs> I think so. It was a real, real small casino. Um, anyway, uh, there's so many fun things to do up there in, in, in hot springs. And, 
Um, and you're, you're not very far from, you know, larger towns if you want to do something else, but, um, it's just, I don't know. It's just great. Maybe we'll end up there one day. Who knows? Right. Yeah. And here's, here's the confirmation that did it for us being where we're at now. And of course, as you know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you exactly where I'm at. Cause I, I don't want a whole bunch of fans. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I was going to say, I don't want a whole bunch of fans <laughs> just showing up at my RV. I can't house y'all. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> Ain't none of you coming to show up here. <laughs> no. <laughs> In all reality, um, uh, you know, the, the little bit in our first location, uh, we, we didn't run into too many, uh, welcoming people as far as, um, what it was, you know, friendly, what you would expect with Southern hospitality and all that. And then today, here we are, we've been here two days and we went to do laundry at the laundromat and just ran into everybody in the laundromat was incredibly nice, <laughs> incredibly welcoming. Hey, uh, we traded, I don't know how many phone numbers we got from the laundromat today, just because they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> Hey, if you need anything, you give us a call and we'll come down. It's like, Hey, you too, you know, <laughs> you need, you know, yeah. we ran into some gal that she's, she's living off grid. I'm like, we can relate. We love it. You know, it's, that's cool. We support that. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, yeah, just the amount of people and then the, the mentality change from that one area to this area, completely different. It mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. So, all right, wait, we better get into Luke 24 because I'm running <laughs> this, this parade starts at five o'clock and it's four 30 right now. So I don't even know if we're going to get through Ooh. Luke 24 tonight. Oh, shoot. Okay. So, uh, are you ready to do this Marshall? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm just looking at the scenery in the background. The joys of being- <laughs> <laughs> the choice. Oh man, I wish this was a video pod. I, I wish I had maybe I have time to do a video podcast. But um, you ever seen an annoying kid on uh, TV, like in the background, trying to be on video camera? <laughs> yeah, I got one of yeah, my kids yeah. sitting here blowing his face against the against the car window <laughs> because I, I need I need tinted windows on this whole uh, car studio if it's going to be my studio for the foreseeable future. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> You know, I, I think if you did a podcast and call it the uh, the the car podcast or podcast in the car or, or talks from the talks from the van or whatever, you know, I think it would be a hit. Yeah. What is it, Captain Seat? Captain Seat talks or something like that. I'm sitting yeah. in. The, okay, so here's my setup. Here's my setup. I got the computer on the dash, which doesn't fit very good. Um, I've got the uh, the arm to the you know because the the microphone has a. Uh, like a retractable arm and um, I've got that clamped down to the steering wheel and it's run over here and I've got my Bible and stuff. I got it sitting on my lap. I got my, you know, the space is just, it's going to take some getting used to here. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Way to improvise. Way to improvise. So all this, all this energy, you know why we have all this energy today is because it's the last chapter in Luke. And what is it? It's, it's, only the greatest chapter you know why marshall resurrection day and if we would have been thinking about this a long time ago we would have we would have ended this whole luke study on um on easter but (laughs) it doesn't work out that way so but we can celebrate we can celebrate jesus's resurrection any day and we should be every day celebrating his resurrection Mm -hmm. so you know 
and there's going to be some, I, I had plans on, uh, going through all of the supporting, uh, gospels on this, but mm-hmm. we're, we're going to paraphrase it. We're going to name it, but we're not going to go and read it just for the sake of time. Uh, I'm going to leave that up to anybody listening. You guys go and read through it. That's why you have to read through all the gospels because everybody had a different viewpoint in Jesus's story and, and his continuing story and everything. Uh, all these guys saw something different. They, they saw it in a different way. They saw it. However, it looked. you know, Luke is obviously, um, he is researching this after the fact. So that's why, um, it's even just a little shorter than, say, Matthew's or John's. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say uh, this this very first little sentence here of, of, of Luke 24. It says, On the first day of the week, uh, very early in the morning, the women took the spices to the tomb. So there's the mm-hmm. reason why the women brought the spices to the tomb. And the reason why people did that back in that day um, was to prevent from the body from, from smelling really bad. Um, Jews did not practice... Mm-hmm embalming back in that day they just they, they brought the spices and into the tomb to prevent the, the the rotting flesh from smelling so bad because i'm you know you can imagine uh, it's it's a horrible smell um anyway i, I wanted to kind of start off, off with that that's something i thought was pretty interesting when i was when i started reading all this because i was like why do they do that and well there you go that's why well see and here's the thing marshall um women Okay, and it says, what does it say here? It just uh, uh, Luke just says uh, the women went to the tomb. They found. Uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. So it, well, it's not until necessarily verse ten that he um, lists who was who was there. Um, if you go and look at Matthew twenty-eight and Mark, uh, Matthew chapter twenty-eight and Mark chapter sixteen, they they both mention uh, who the women were. There and then Luke also does too. So there's a couple that are in here: Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, uh, Mark. Why did I put Mark there? Anyway, Salome, I guess, is one uh, one of the ladies that I uh, found there. And then Luke mentions Johanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's Herod's steward. But yeah, I, that's what I want to. Here's here's the here's the breakdown of it. What, what I want you to do is I want you to go back and I want you to read through Matthew uh, chapter 28, Mark chapter 16, and John's chapter 20 and 21 to get this full picture and the events of Jesus's resurrection. That's kind of how you have to read through it, including Luke 24. And that covers, mm-hmm. um, that's going to cover what, you know, everything, what everything happened. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to kind of touch on, Luke twenty four thirteen. If if you don't mind, I know we're kind of jumping around and trying well, to get through this in a matter of just a few minutes. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to before we do that. While we're on the while we're on the uh, subject of women, and you know, I wanted to ask you, do you know why this is so? When we've talked about this before, because we've talked about the the mentality and how the tradition was back then to to not um, they didn't see women as. Uh, the women just didn't have the same rights as they do today. They don't, they weren't right. looked at as reliable. They weren't technically there to talk, they, whatever. So mm-hmm. what I want to bring up is, you know, why is it important? 
uh, to note or emphasize women being the first to discover Jesus's resurrection? It's kind of an open-ended question. And I think it's self-explanatory based on, you know, if you know what they are, what their tradition was or what their uh, customs were like at the, in the time, um, that's very important. If this was going to be a made up story in any way, it's not going to be women to first find them. It's not going to be women to first spread the word that Jesus has resurrected because that's, it's not reliable. It's not, um, unless he actually did. And that's why he, you're, we're going to see as we go through Luke chapter 24, that, uh, you know, he first appears to Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, if this was a if if this was a made up story, which it's not, we fully believe that it is not, and and no, and you know the circumstances in my life surely um, is a testimony as to uh, that I that we serve a living God. Um, oh yeah. So it it wouldn't. All I'm trying to say is it wouldn't be women spread you know spreading this message right. if it was made up in any yeah. way. Oh yeah. Which yeah, it, it's just it's just very unique that that God. Jesus has his, his way is always all throughout scripture of, of, of catching your attention, uh, of getting you to open yeah. up your eyes. Um, and that, which is kind of a good segue into 2413. Um, I'll read. So it, it's, it kind of starts in 2413 and goes to 27 and then it goes to 30. It kind of just, I kind of go through a big chunk there, but in 2413, Jesus approaches Cleopas and another person and asks them what they were doing and talking about. And in that moment, mm. you know, when, when Jesus came back and he was resurrected and he was walking with them, he had like, his face was covered and they couldn't see that he was Jesus. They, they, they couldn't tell that he was Jesus. Uh, he wasn't revealed um, to them. And what I love is that Jesus begins teaching them in verse 27. Jesus was crucified. He, he comes back to life and continues to teach after everything he'd already been through, after all of his years on earth, all the teaching he did, he was crucified and he was resurrected. And the first people he pretty mm -hmm. much runs into, he's already starting to teach them and preach to them. And he's starting yeah. to go through yeah. the gospel. He just, he's already started going through it. Um, so eventually kind of stepping, stepping forward a little bit. Um, and so that, 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 that teaching is in verse 27. So Jesus was crucified, comes back to life and continues to teach after all that. Eventually Jesus goes into their house uh, Cleopas and this other gentleman that goes into their house and breaks bread with them. Um, at, at verse 30, the men's eyes were opened after taking bread and they recognized mm -hmm. him. But it wasn't until after they broke the bread with him that they, that they realized that he was Jesus. And why is that? The reason why I think is because I think Jesus wanted them to go tell the others what they experienced and that Jesus is alive and was resurrected. Just like he said, he would do prior to his being crucified. Uh, he, you know, he, he kept himself right. kind of cloaked, so to speak, incognito, um, you know, and then afterwards, you know, once they broke the bread, he was like, they're like, oh, it's it's Jesus. And those two guys, after they realized who he was, that those two guys, Cleopas and their guy, they were just like, I can't believe our, you know, like our hearts weren't burning and all this kind of stuff. Like, how, how did we not know that the presence of the Lord was with us while we were walking with him all the way to our house? I just thought that little that section yeah. there was just really interesting. Yeah, and you know it is it is interesting the uh, and it, it, why not better to get you excited about you know because Jesus is in his glorified body at this point we're gonna have those same powers in our glorified bodies we'll be able to shape shift mm -hmm. and change appearance and 
you know, walk through walls and lock doors and fly and, uh, you know, all this awesome stuff. And, and Jesus, Jesus showed us what we'd be capable of if we choose to follow him and accept his sacrifice on the cross. Yeah. So here's what I thought was a cool thing, Marshall. Um, if, if we back up a little bit to verse 12, um, well, here, here, let me just paraphrase the, the happenings up to that. Um, so the, the women go back and they tell the, uh, they tell the other disciples about what they found an empty tomb, the stone rolled away. And the, um, and so of course, being the customs that they were, you know, we, we talked about how women were looked on during that time period, um, the guys, they thought they were, uh, their report in verse 11 here says, but their report seemed to them like idle talk and nonsense, and they would not believe them. So Peter gets up and runs. So when I was reading through this, I, he, I, I, I get to this part and he stooping at the small entrance and looking in. So I was like, what, what is that? And go look it up. Go look up first century tombs and what they were like. I was like, why did he have to stoop? Uh, you know, you always see these big, uh, these pictures look like you can just walk right into the tomb, but it's like he actually did have to stoop to see to see in there, and uh, he saw only linens. And uh, now, if we go, if we go to, and you can find that the the really good description of the tombs I found was on cbnisrael.org. Um, it's a blog on first century tombs. Uh, just go check that out. But if you look at uh, John chapter 20, verses 6 through 7, it mentions that um, his his burial clothes were thrown off to the side, but the folded napkin, which was the uh, the, the face cloth, um, was folded and set aside. Or uh, And so... That is that is extremely significant, and I so I got to looking at it. I, you know we'd heard it through um, different uh, sermons before, and or um, a devotion or something. I can't remember where we heard it, but I found it online through uh, what's the name of this Jerusalem Perspective uh, dot com, and what it was is um, the the servant. The servant would set the dinner table for his master, and he made sure it was exactly the way the master wanted it. The table was furnished perfectly, and the servant would wait just out of sight until the master had finished eating, and the servant would not dare touch a table until the master was finished. If the master was done eating, he would rise from the table, wipe his fingers, his mouth, and clean his beard, and would wad the napkin and up and toss it on the table. That, that was a sign to that servant uh, to know that he was done. But if the master got up and he, he got up from the table for any reason, he would fold the napkin and lay it beside his plate. And that was a sign to the servant suggesting that he's not finished yet and that he will be coming back. So Jesus deliberately folding up the face linen is significant in the fact that our master is not done yet and he is coming yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I just thought that was, um, I thought that was cool. That's what... And, and and Peter would have been familiar with um, that custom of the time. So he would have seen, he would have known. Oh, holy cow, that was weird. Guys, sorry for this interruption here on the podcast. We meant to go a little bit longer tonight, but we just want to apologize for this technical difficulty. We will get to the rest of Luke chapter 24, round this thing out, and we will start getting into some more content, and we'll start getting back into our regular scheduled 
In the meantime, guys, share this episode with somebody. Like and subscribe to uh, our channels, our social medias, and, of course, the music at the end of this podcast, whoever it's provided by. Um, look in the show notes. All of their links will be in it. Make sure you go check them out. Show them as much support as you show us. Uh, you can always email us at mail at undauntedpursuit.com. And, uh, hey, you can message us on any uh, Facebook, Instagram. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. we love to hear any praise reports, any prayer requests, whatever you want. Even if you just want to write and say hi, that's cool. Uh, yeah, guys, thanks for listening on Dawn Pursuit Podcast. We'll see you all next week. Adios. Can you feel, hear me all night? You know he's been looking on you. Give it to Jesus